brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, 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 everyone, and welcome to Dear God, Are We There Yet? <laughs> no, today's we... topic is Dear God. Can we just talk for a minute? Like, seriously, let's just talk. We have nothing. We just we have a lot of things we want to ask you, God. So first, God, before we get into it, Dominique, you want to tell them, or I could tell them. We remember to you check can go us ahead out. And tell them. Yeah, so don't forget, you guys, we want to appreciate you tuning in. I know that most of you do tune in after and not live, which is completely fine. Uh, we want you to spread the word, share the word. Check out our website, DearGodAreWeThereYet.com, to keep up with the book and the movement and we're and our guests that are going to be coming on our show. And also, don't forget to add us on our Instagram. If you are international, you can go from our page on our website and you can listen in and ask your questions. So a quick little note and disclosure is that this God can be anyone. I mean, I, I, we have to say the disclosure, but remember, when we say dear God, dear God can be anyone. No point in time we are actually uh, referring to anyone. It can be whoever you believe in. So, uh, yeah, let's get this engine started because I know you have stuff on your mind. I know I do, and I know all our listeners do as well. So what you been up to, girl? Girl, making my shmoney. Right. Just been so busy keeping up with life, you know, balancing those balls. And you? Trying to keep up with life is a great a great definition of exact well, a great uh it sums up everything. Keeping up with life. How what is it with keeping up with life? I don't know, is it me or is time moving faster? Like, I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm coming in, and I'm going to do this, that, and that, and then I only get through this, but I've added five more that to my list. I'm just like, dude, I just, like, even with this today, it's like, oh, my God, it's already that time of day, you know? It's just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place. Well, today is the first, so today's Wednesday, and it is the first of February. I didn't, and I, told, I didn't even recognize that until you just said that. Well, I did this morning because today is actually um, it, it, February 1st, and it makes you think like, okay, you're, are you kidding me? We're already in February? That means we only have 11 months? Like, seriously. Like, shit, I got to look at my, my to-do list. Like, did I, did I accomplish what I wanted for the first 30 days? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, it is Black History Month, and it is Black History Month, and Beyonce just announced that she's having twins. Oh, oh yeah. So the if you have babies, mm-hmm, the feed is going crazy. The feed is people are. I think everyone's feed is about Beyonce and her babies. But to me, I mean that's a great celebration, and for her, for her as well. And, and Beyonce is probably. Uh, up up there is popularity where <laughs> for the Probably current events. Probably up there or is up there in popularity. Which He's up there. Things? For current events, uh, Beyonce was president. <laughs> Let me well, stop. Right, right, right. You know, seriously, like normally I wouldn't care. I, I don't 
really pay too much attention to pop culture. But anything in the news outside of your president, I I, I will celebrate. <laughs> my president, now anything, people like, too. So they can tell me a hamster crossed the street unharmed, and I'd be in total celebratory mode. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, but let's talk for a minute. I mean, I know you've been going. Can we talk for Seriously, a minute? God, can we talk? I don't know. I'm still feeling some type of way. I just want to say I love you. <laughs> so I'm actually, you know, that I, I, and I do definitely want to talk, but um. You know, I've been reading this book called To Build the Life You Want, Create the Work You Love. It's by um, Marsha Sinitar, and sometimes I, I tell myself, when the heck do I even have time? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I'm not even reading it and ingesting it. I feel like I'm, like, skimming through, like, okay, just get to the point, you know, which isn't good. Right. But let's talk for a minute about that work-life balance. And I think a lot of people, um, and this is where I'm like, let's talk, God. I mean, how do we do that? Like, how? I don't, well, I don't, I don't even, know how I do I don't it. even want to just talk about work-life balance because we've already covered that topic. We're just not going to do it. Um, <laughs> we, it seems like we, we, we're just not going to balance this work-life. But I just want to know. Well, we have to talk about it because, you know, I've been looking at a lot, and a lot of people are really wanting to start a business. They, there's a lot of people really wanting to get into entrepreneurship. There's a lot of people, like, if you look online, there are so mm-hmm. many multi-level marketing. There's people who want to be a part of it. Like, they don't want to work that nine to five, you know? And, and yeah. I've, been it, I've been seeing it a lot, like, even on um, New York Times. I've been seeing it in Washington Post. I mean, there's a lot of articles out there and that people are talking about entrepreneurship or like starting their food truck or starting their, you know, um, massage and going back to school to doing a trade. Like I was reading about this guy who did, he, he did two masters and he was like, why the hell did I just spend all this time? And now he wants to like make tacos and stuff. Like, you know, it's a passion right. of his. And the number one thing is I know that we go through it. I don't know how we do it. I honestly don't know. But I mean, it is just, I know maybe we don't want to talk about it, but just for people out there who want to get in, in it. Well, we, I know people, we, we, we kind of always say, well, you know, we, oh, it's not a nine to five. I feel like this is 24 hours. Like, it's just when you decide to go out and work on your own, everything's not for everyone. We have to have – there's levels to this, okay? And everyone just got to fit in, know where they fit in. And the reality of it is is that you have to be committed to working all day, every day, until you get to where you want to be. And that could be five solid, year, solid years of just, like, all hands on deck. It could be more depending on how you um, – how, you know, how you – whether you did the, whether you really put in the work into your business plan, or whether you're bringing something into the marketplace that the marketplace needs or not, whether you're well structured, no matter how you parse it, the reality of it is, entrepreneurship is not glitz and glamour. It's all hands on deck. For instance, with me, even with Beyonce, I'm not going to compare myself to Beyonce, but I'm just saying, oftentimes people who want to get their careers grooving, they have to put 
starting a family on the back burner, is that a sacrifice that you're willing to make? Because really and truly that's what it is. You look around you and you see everybody within your age group already have two or three-year-olds, and you're not even thinking like that because you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out how the heck you're going to, you know, reach your next milestone in business, you know? Yeah. Uh, and those are, those are commitments. These are the type of commitments you're making, you know. Are you willing to do that? Some people aren't, you know, and it's just what it is. It doesn't make you a good person or a bad person, but you have to realize that there is a reality to it. When you see these people out there driving the cars they're driving and living the lifestyle they're living and, and rubbing shoulders with the people they're rubbing shoulders with, you need to understand that the grind that goes into this, like they're literally never not never not working, right? Hashtag yeah, never, not. literally never not working. Always 5,000 yeah. steps in advance. And, right, and with oh, that yeah. being said, with that being said, that's led me to wanting so badly, and we need an episode on that, and maybe we could find someone to bring on, led me to the point where I really need to learn to meditate. I, the books yeah. I've read and skimmed through, I don't even read anymore, the books I've skimmed through, like you said, when you said that, I was laughing over here. Um, the books that I've skimmed <laughs> through myself, I find that great leaders, pretty much, they know how to meditate. They meditate every day. Every day. Yeah. Yep. They meditate. Yep. That's what they do. <laughs> And you know what? It's not a cliche. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's really not a cliche about meditating because even I re- I know that when I chant or I meditate or I just take a, mo- a moment of silence for myself, for my thoughts and me, and kind of like I really do feel refreshed. And it is like anything that we have to do in life, if consistency. You know, if you don't do things on a consistent basis, you're not going to get results. And even Deepak would say, uh, I've heard on his thing, he's like, yeah, you're going to do this today, and then you're only going to do this for 30 days because we sent this email. Like, he said it straight up. Like, don't just do this because, you know, we sent you this email, Deepak and Oprah's doing it for 30 days. Like, no, you need to make this a part of your life. The way you brush your teeth every morning, which we hope we do, you do, you yeah. know, like. For two minutes. <laughs> exactly. For two minutes. You know that I actually, oh, I know I'm going to get off subject, but that's why I bought uh, an electric toothbrush. We you know you told us this already. You you told our dear God. Uh, I did. Yes, you told I did. Us. It's bad though. It's bad. But you see, I mean that's that's the real the real part of it. I mean I I want to ask you for people that you know how do you I mean you've been married what six years five years? Oh thank you thank you. We've been married for four years. Oh four years. I thought it was five or six. So thank you though. For, you being married, and if, if people don't know the dynamics of your relationship, and I don't know if you want to tell them that, like, you guys are entrepreneurs, but there's a lot of sacrifice behind your marriage as far as, like, because you have different locations for your, you know, your school and stuff. And, like, your marriage is, is you, you both of you live apart, right? I don't know if something that mm-hmm. you want to share, but I don't mind. that is we live apart, and you can't be – there's this thing where women say, oh, I want a guy who has a 401K, who has money in the bank, who has this. You know, they have this, these, these awesome, I guess, ideas of what they think their dream guy should be and in, in, in all that good stuff. Well, they need to realize that guy – typically is not waking up next to you every day because he's out there making it happen. That's how he's able to afford all that you have and all that you are. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, luckily for me, we're both in this together. So it's not like I'm sitting at home. Excuse me. It's not like I'm sitting at home while he's out there hustling. So, and I'm sitting there texting and calling while he's walking into a meeting saying, hey, when you're coming home, I miss you. So there's really none of that going on. (laughs) 
Um, but you know what? That's the part that makes that's the part understanding the entrepreneur, like understanding each other. Although you're in it, even though if you weren't in it, it's like, but you were doing something, another type of entrepreneurship, it's like you will understand. I always feel like entrepreneurs understand entrepreneurs. Not saying that there isn't couples out there that are not and they work, but it's a different dynamic. No? I feel like you get to bypass you get to bypass the petty arguments like why didn't you do this and why aren't you there and uh, you know we get past that. I mean I, I don't want I don't want to water it down and call it petty. Don't get me wrong, but ultimately when you're juggling so much that that are you know you have other people's livelihoods and families in your hand when you're an entrepreneur. People are working for you and with you, and they expect results because those results are directly aligned with whether they're going to have a job or not, whether they're going to be able to feed their kids. Meanwhile, you have mm-hmm. this wife that's saying, hey, you're not spending enough time with me. You know how we spend yeah. time? I'm just so happy to fall asleep. Like, I'm like, babe, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like, what do you want to do on Saturday? I just want to sleep. <laughs> you want to sleep and I just, get it. Yeah, and and just being able to cuddle up next to them and just falling asleep is worth a million bucks. They say nothing feels like a million bucks than a million bucks, but damn it, that feels like a million bucks. Um, yeah. And and it's no complaint, but you do have to create, carve out that time for yourselves, and we do that, and we make it a point to do it once per quarter. Yes, my life is that structured. Once per <laughs> quarter, and, and we shut everything down, and we're away. And we find that the only way we're able to spend time together is to actually leave the state. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the part. It's like making time. You know what I mean? It's yep. making time for things that matter. And like, I want you guys to ask yourself too. I mean, as we're talking about our lives, like really think about your lives and what do you make time for? What do you take for granted? I actually used to take for granted. <clears throat> I mean, I I love my family. I absolutely love them, and I and I love. But now as you get older, you're just like, wow, the things that you do appreciate or you did appreciate when you were younger, you know what I mean? Do you have any of those things, Dominique, where you say, I mean, I know us, I really love not having bills. <laughs> I love not having responsibilities. <laughs> I love being able to climb over. You like to use what? I'm sorry? I love being, like, adventurous and climbing the fence and reading books and just being kids. You know, I did. I do miss being a kid sometimes. It's like, why can't I be a kid now? Well, it's called adulting. It's called adulting. You know, there's, really? a, there's a time for everything. And the time to be a kid is over. Now you can live vicariously through your children. Yeah, I could. But there's people that still still live like that. They live that free, that, you know, that, uh, I don't know, that go lucky, where it's like, I think we'll, or you could be we'll like always that young have dame. responsibilities. You could be like that young dame on, um, I don't watch the show, but I've heard about it, the um, Bachelor, or is it Bachelorette? The young lady, she has a nanny for herself. You could always. No way. Wait, yeah. somebody has a nanny for themselves? For herself. She doesn't have any children, but she has a nanny for herself. What? Yeah. Wow. How come? What does she do for a living? She lives. She breathes. No, but seriously, like, what, is she so busy? No, her parents, her parents takes care of her, they say. I don't know much about her. Like I say, I don't really, I don't watch the show at all. I've never watched one season of it, but that's the big talk right now is that there's this grown woman who has a nanny for herself. Her parents actually got a nanny for her. She's a grown. She's like 20-plus years old, so 
it's just disgusting. But, you know, that's the alternative. I'd, I'd adult, and I actually appreciate working hard and, and earning everything that I have. I don't want to be Peter Pan. The last guy that wanted to be Peter Pan was Michael Jackson, and you saw how that story panned out. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying Peter Pan? I don't know. Listeners, do you, what do you guys do to feel like you're, uh, you know, email us at hello at dear God, are we there yet? And, then, and let us know what you do, like, as far as, you know, to, to feel – like, you don't have to be a grown-up. I mean, Dominique, there has to be something that you do that you don't feel like you don't have to be a grown-up. I mean, I love ice cream. I feel like when I eat ice cream, I feel like I know how crazy it sounds. I feel like I can reminisce and be a kid again. But then I can't okay. eat much of it because I'm going to get fat. I don't know. Yeah. You know me. I live in an imaginary, an imaginary world sometimes. All right. You know well, you do that. I'll keep you grounded, <laughs> I'll keep you grounded over here. Hey, you eat ice cream and then you just go on the treadmill and you burn about 500. I don't, that's the problem with ice cream. Like, I don't feel like the work I got to put in after enjoying that ice cream is worth, is worth it. <laughs> like, it was just one of my ice cream and I got to put in 500 calories a pass. Oh, okay. Well, in lighter news, let's talk about Black History Month real quick as far as, um, Let's talk about this whole, like, I know that there's going to be a lot going on this month, and uh, let's talk about it. Well, what aspect, what part of it do you want to discuss? Any and part of it. I mean, so I've been looking at these online, because I'm always on, of course, social media for work, and, you know, I feel like... I don't know. I, I, I feel like we should, I don't know if it, you know, I'm not in school anymore, but I feel like we only celebrate it once a year and that's it. Well, well, uh, well with me, I'm unapologetically black. I celebrated 365. Maybe the world celebrates. <laughs> You're unapologetically so. black. You Yes, so maybe the world celebrates it for a limited time, but I celebrate it year-round. It's, it's just, it's, 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 a, it's a part of me. It's who I am. I am black. <laughs> well, I like yes, that. but I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, I am talking about the world in, in, in general as far as, like, I know I haven't heard of it, heard so much of it. I know today's the first and we're, there's going to be some marketing around it, but I feel like, why is it certain holidays, not holidays, well, months or certain things, why is it not celebrated throughout the whole, I mean, certain things irk me. Um, well, it's up to us in our communities, in our respective communities, to make people respect us and value us, you know. So we can't sit around and wait for someone to decide that we deserve to be celebrated year-round. We have to do that within our own communities. Um, so that's that's on us. That's 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 our burden to carry. Um, but Black History Month is celebrated throughout. Whenever you see Black excellence, Black greatness, and things like that, when you see us on these platforms, like we're taking over media, we're taking over. You know, we're, we're very much engaged. We're traveling more. All that is in celebration of us. A lot of us are seeking ourselves more, seeking out new things. We, the whole. You know, there's the stereotypes that we used to have for ourselves. We're breaking those barriers, i.e., when black women don't don't swim. Oh, we're swimming now. We're black women don't travel. We're traveling now. Black yeah. women, black women are in the last ten years. Black women have earned the most degrees. Um, mm-hmm. And businesses, and opening and businesses. businesses, opening up businesses. We are so in. We're writing books. 
we we we're, we're, we're celebrating ourselves. We're, we're mm-hmm. celebrating ourselves, whether people like it or not. We're here, and we are going to be heard, and we're celebrating ourselves. I will tell you, in honor of Black History Month, we have to tell you that Trayvon Martin's mother, Sabrina Fulton, and Tracy Martin just released their new book in reference um, to discuss what? You know, their son. Their son. It's called Rest in Power. Rest in Power. So if you ever get an opportunity, guys, I do encourage you to uh, to purchase that book and read it. And um, yeah, so when did it come out? It came out today, actually. So right in time for Black History Month. On the 27th of February, it would be five years since the death and the killing of Trayvon Martin. But in that book, they're discussing more or less their son, the son that they knew and loved, and they want you to get to know him for who he was and his goals and his aspirations in life, and that's super exciting. So, again, let's just celebrate each other. Let's just support each other in our, in our endeavors. Let's stop asking each other for discounts. Because um, you don't go into Walmart and ask for a discount, so let's stop doing that as well. But we, in order to get respect, we have to demand it. We have to command it, and we we're doing it. We just got to get the masses to do it. Um, and we need to we need to stop creating all these little boxes for people. If you don't fit into this box, and you're not that, you're not woke enough. You're not this enough. You're not, you know, stop the foolishness. Stop the foolishness. All of us black and brown people, we know what it is to be a minority in, in, in this population. We just, you just got to focus on yourself and be the best you that you can be um, and, and seek out your ultimate impact. What is your impact in this world? What is it going to be, you know? Yeah, and I, and I think that it doesn't even matter as far as, like, I, I also want to add on to this because a lot of people will say, um, and I say this because, I associate myself, I'm Afro-Latina, but I'm black. I mean, you see the color of my skin. And we have a lot of people, well, I don't celebrate that because, you know, that's, I'm not African or I'm not, I'm not black. And it's just like, well, do you know your history? Do you know behind it? Like, do you think that with that color you just take because you took a crayon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, well people, people, say, people say things because they don't want to take the extra, put in the extra time or effort or work into it. Like, for instance, you're um, – your cousin posted on Instagram that, oh, my God, I look so Latin, you know, like I look so Latina today. And um, and I was like, yes, you absolutely do. Um, she says, I, ne- I usually don't look so Latina. I really don't. And today I really do. And I was like, yeah, I said, because, you know, you're Afro-Latina, and sometimes that Afro part is a little bit much more dominant. Um and it, it and that's what it is. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, there's like these people on social media, I think they're attorneys or something like that, all of a sudden they, like, were jumping on everyone for saying whatever. Oh, you don't understand Spanish and this and that and, and heritage and Hispanic. People are arguing about being Hispanic or Latina. I'm like, at the end of the day, <laughs> mm-hmm. we are all minorities. And at the end of the day, we all have our own unique greatness that is to be celebrated. The young dame was just saying, hey, listen, I look like for all these years I've never seen Latina in me, and it's like popping today, and I'd like to celebrate that, damn it. You know, let the girl live. But nonetheless, I always it's very important for people to understand that, yes, you may decide not to celebrate Black History Month, and that's fine, but please understand it starts there. That's where it starts. It um, Life started with black, and black is the only thing that remains black. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I and I also encourage. I know my, my good my friend Chrissy was telling me the other day she did a an ancestry, and it's something that I've been like actually needing to do. Just uh, like I'd love to do uh, that. Maybe we should do that and talk to the. Um, I really would love to that. We should do it together. I have the 
uh, the email here sitting. I just need to send in, like, you know, my information to get the kit and do the swap thing. But it was so funny. I was talking to her, and she was, like, tell, she was just basically saying, like, she was so surprised all the different parts, like, where her background came from, like, where is she from? And I think I encourage everyone. It doesn't matter what color you are, where you're from, where you think. It's, like, really understanding who you are can open up so much more into understanding yep. why we're a certain way, you know, um, what do we, you know, relate to more and how we are, you know, from just innately, you know. I So, I don't know, maybe, Dominique, you and I can probably do it. and We should definitely, we we should definitely do it. I mean, people just have their their biases, and they'll be shocked to learn that they have a little – everything that they don't like about everyone else, they have a little bit of that in them. Um, The best best, uh, story of the the month was actually that the young lady who had a set of twins, and one came out black and the other one came out white. Her and her husband are – they're an interracial couple. The husband's black, she's white, but she has one kid who came out, looks fully white, and the other one obviously looks like a black child. And I'm just like, see – it doesn't matter. This stuff that you, we, we as humans are making to separate us and compartmentalize us, it really doesn't matter. You know, God is like, listen, especially in this season and this time where we're trying to separate ourselves between race, religion, class, and all this other stuff, gender, God had this lady have a baby and in, in this season, and they, they just kind of have their own like they're twins, they're freaking twins, and one's white and one's black. So, I mean, the joke is on us. Like seriously. Wow. So there's a guy, the father. He didn't feel some. T- I mean, they didn't. No, no. There, there's no. He'd be totally ignorant. But no, no. They well, of course, there would be. A yeah, they were on Good Morning America. Like they've been all over the Yahoo News feed and everything like that. It's like it's to be celebrated. It just tells you, like, listen, we're all the same. One thing I always tell people that I'm so happy that. One thing for sure that's guaranteed in life, we all got to die. Because God forbid there was a certain segment of population, whether it be black, white, brown, whatever it is, that never died. Can you imagine how we would interact with each other? Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Can you imagine I mean, all, like, one race got to live forever? Yeah, that's science. But, you know, you talking about just like, talking about God, I'm like talking about just random stuff, technology is wicked now. I mean, do you, do you see the crap that's coming up? coming out with what no, it means for humankind, like, mm-hmm. it is becoming scary of the things that we're going to be able to do, have access to in the future, let alone... Well, yeah, it's so funny you doing. should say that. I would like for you to expand on that, but I just saw, right before our call, I just saw um, something online saying that pretty soon we'll be able to hologram ourselves to meetings. What? Wait, what? Yeah. We're going to... I just read it right before I talked to you. So that pretty soon we're going to be able to hologram ourselves to meetings. Like, how hot is that? I mean, I heard that. I heard talk about that briefly when they were trying to remake the Michael Jackson biopic and they wanted to hologram him on stage type of thing. Well, they want to extend life as well. That, I mean, holograms, I think that's, like, that's ridiculous. But I know that they want to extend life and they want to be able to it's not teleport, but it's a something of a certain sense of a kind of going in that, like a kind of. But a, we're not. But we're just not going to find. We want to extend life, but we're not going to find a cure for cancer, right? That's but just, that's how that's life just, is. That's that's, that's where the, the money is. That's that's the. That's so that's just not on the agenda. 
Huh? Life is not on the agenda, right? So that's how No, no, because of course, I mean, you know, building a wall is better than water. But anyways, that's but listen, just the world But what does in. that tell you, though? That tells you that there is a cure for cancer of sorts because they want to extend life. So in order for you to be able to extend life, one would assume that then you know how to stop illnesses and things like that, right? No? There is I a mean, cure I, for I would cancer. There is a cure for cancer. There's a cure for HIV. Absolutely, Dominique. Yeah, I would think extending life would be much more challenging than finding a cure for cancer. Like, well, there is. But the thing is that the pharmaceutical company is a trillion billion dollar company, and that, and I firmly believe not to just be some, you know, crazy person saying it, but I do believe that there are diseases that people we put out there. Honestly, we really do. So that yeah, we what happened to Zika? We could sit in the cycle. Huh? Yeah, like what happened to Zika? Are we done with Zika now? There's no Zika anymore? Oh, Zika, Zika's done. Remember you didn't want to go to Miami that one weekend? You said, I ain't yeah. going to Miami because I, I ain't going to get Zika. <laughs> right. Zika's gone. Ebola's gone. No, definitely. Everything is has its that's, – that's what I'm saying. Everything has its current event. It has its news. Everything has its – Prime time, and then everybody talks about no, it, and then it no, goes away. No, let's stop the madness. It's not everything has its time time. When it comes to things like this, whenever you see an outbreak of anything, it's because they're working in their lab and they're trying to figure out things. Oh yeah, and the only way they do it but they're, is to they're test it on the population. Yeah, they want to test it on the population. They want to test it on the population so they can see what reaction they get, and that's that's what that is. Okay, Zika, and then they win. Ebola, everything else you can think of. Everything with the uh at the end. Well, anyway, you guys, we uh. are <laughs> everything with the uh. We uh. are moving down to our last minute or so. Um, I, we just talked about a whole bunch of things today. Today was just one of those days that we just felt like talking it out. And again, again, if you have a topic, please email us at hello at yourgodareweitheryet.com. Uh, please tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to be on our show, let us know. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you want to add. Let us know a little bit about what you're doing. And, um, yeah, Dominique, you want to add anything? No, it was just as usual. It's always a pleasure um, sharing this moment with you and the audience. Um, we do encourage people to definitely visit us, listen to us, share our information with other people. Join the conversation. Check us out at hello, um, are we there yet com. right? That's hello the email, at, yes. That's the email, hello. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, you should see me. I'm totally multitasking. Um, so definitely check us out, link us up, let us know. If you know someone that would be a good guest on a, for our show or a good topic to discuss, we encourage you to contact us and let us know. We would love to do that. Um, until next time. Yes, and remember, I just want to leave this one little last quote because quote, that we were talking about differences in Black Friday. Um, not Black Friday, look at me. Black History Month. Um, look at you. We all live. We all live the objectives of being happy. Our lives are all different and yet the same. And that was from Anne Frank. Um, so I, I just I love that quote because I mean at the end of the day, like you said, Dominique, we are really all the same human. So yep. um, all right, you guys, will love and light and have a good one. Bye, Dominique. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.